0: Brought to you by johnnytshirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear.
1: Welcome to the Inside Carolina post-game podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Ashley. I'm joined by Dewey Burke. Carolina wins 67-65, somehow, down in Miami. Andrew Playtech with the game winner late, followed up by a last-second shot by Miami. That was... About three seconds too soon and about six inches off from going in from about 85 feet. Dewey, watching the game, um, Carolina won. I'm not sure there's a ton more positives. There are a few. Um, but your overall thoughts?
0: Obviously glad that we won. But really, outside of Leakey making some shots, which was encouraging, is really a, a brutal game to watch. Um, just ugly, turnover-prone. Not a lot of pretty basketball plays made, didn't shoot well. Um, Happy for Andrew that he made the game winner. And as you said, boy, that three-quarter court shot looked good for a long time in the air. But um, it's a struggle right now for us in in almost every phase. Um, We'll get into some individuals, and I was proud of some kids for some things they did at times, but... um, Man, you just—you're not going to get very far. Turn the ball over 20 times and shooting like that—it's just—it's just completely unsustainable.
1: Yeah, just uh, we talked just briefly off the air before we started. I can't remember a time um, when the basketball has just been this brutal to watch. As somebody that's watched Carolina basketball for 45 years that I can remember, I know there've been some bad teams in there. Um, but I, just the quality of basketball, and it's not just Carolina. It's the opponent, and it's the officiating and all that, but just absolutely tough on the eyes. Is it simply because they can't shoot? Um, they don't value the basketball? I mean, that's those are the two main things, right? Yeah, I mean, look, the most painful
0: things for me when I watch us play or anybody are when you turn the ball over carelessly and you're just brutally – bad defensively whether that whether that means getting just direct drive beat off the dribble whether it's not rotating not communicating when you've been coached right and and many of us have at various levels but when you know enough you can watch any basketball game and be like oh god brutal defensive breakdown or oh god brutal turnover and it felt like the entire game was that you know for us to turn it over 20 times Uh, it's actually less than I thought it would be because didn't we have 15 with 16 minutes to go? I mean, we only turned it over five times in the last 16 minutes. Um, And so you combine that with just, Tommy, just simple defensive errors that we make on on rotations we've practiced since the first practice. And... uh, guys running into each other and just not talking and stuff like, like look, I get it. They're, the narratives out there, people are all over Coach Williams. I get it. I'm always going to defend him. Shoot me for it. But stuff like that is not his fault. Like, these kids are Division One scholarship players. We can't talk. We can't rotate to an open shooter or or Leaky misses three rotations for dunks as a junior. like not coach's fault like other stuff may be and we can get into that if we want but like oh my god some of the stuff that we're doing and we won when have you seen me like this when we win
1: not many not many times and quite frankly and i said it in the lead i, I can't believe they they won that game miami without some players certainly helped um shooting 34 percent getting just whipped in the paint even though it evened up a little bit um Towards the end, it was thirty to fourteen. I think I tweeted uh, some point in the second half in the paint. Ends up thirty two twenty four. You mentioned Leaky, and, and I also tweeted this. And you're right; he was brutal on defense. He did have yeah. a he did have a nice block and a nice rebound, but that doesn't discount the countless baskets he gave up. But I want to ask you about what Roy Williams can do and, and what he did. And we've talked about this a lot on these podcasts. He doesn't change the starting lineup a lot once it's set to start the season, unless there's an injury or some real reason. I, if my memory is correct, this is the third straight game that has been different. Maybe the fourth. Um, it appears to me that at least offensively that Leakey took it to heart. He said as much after one of those games. Garrison doesn't seem to have taken it to heart. Um, he did step up and make a couple plays at the very end there. Um, What's it like as a guy that's played the game to to have the bench? Michael Brooker said, the bench or the baseline? Does the bench matter to these guys? It seems to have mattered to Leakey.
0: Garrison is a prideful player, so I think it does matter to him. I think he is probably shooken up by this development. But you earn your minutes and you earn your time on the bench, and he hasn't been – he hasn't been great. Um, and it's, it's such a weird feeling, and I said this in my, my mailbag, that I, right now I feel better when Garrison catches the ball in a catch-and-shoot scenario where he might just shoot it from 15 feet, and I know he made that three in, in the Notre Dame game, versus him catching with his back to the basket because he has struggled so mightily whether that's because he's drawing the best defender or sometimes drawing a double. But, I mean, he, he, it seemed like he got a shot block three or four times tonight, missed some bunnies, just completely out of sync. So I think he is struggling with what's happened. Senior, ACC preseason player of the year, now I'm not even starting. Um, so I, I don't – I wouldn't categorize it for him as he's not taking it to heart. I'm not saying that's what you meant. I just, I think he's struggling with it immensely. Um, I think it shows in his body language and, and his face out there. He's having a hard time. Um, Leaky, uh, I'd like to to think and say that he has, you know, elevated his game. Has he done that or is he just making shots? I, I'm not sure because he's, we pointed out, like he made some defensive errors tonight that, are shocking to me, and I will tell you that uh, number 50 took a video of his television on one of Leaky's rotations and sent it to me and said, how can this be something that happens to our team?
1: That says it okay. all.
0: Yeah, he, Tyler sent me that. So it's inexcusable the mistakes he's making defensively. However, at least, he made shots tonight. Um, the two free throw misses were brutal and untimely when he steps up and makes a big three. Clearly he had turned his ankle too there down the stretch. So I, I still don't know. I can't figure him out. I can't figure him. I don't see passion on his face. Um, but he, at every point that he gave us tonight, we sure needed.
1: Yeah. He's fascinating to watch. Um, I, that's probably not the right F word. And that, uh The other F word is frustrating to watch at times. You're right. He doesn't show that fire that you would like to see from an upper class guy in Brooks. Just, you know, I understand Brooks is at the top of the, or close to the top of the um, chart when these teams were preparing for Carolina, but one for seven for Brooks, four for six from the free throw line, uh, seven rebounds, four fouls. And he did even it up. His plus minus was minus two, but six points from him. Leaky with sixteen, six of nine, four for four from three. I mean, Leaky hits more threes tonight than he's hit all year. Um, and
0: nine rebounds. would give him credit. Where yeah. it's due, you know. I just—it's uh, weird. Be,
1: he's I doubt be I, defensively. Yeah, has it, in your time associated with Carolina? Um, have you seen a player that's more of maybe an enigma than he is? I, I can't remember one.
0: No, like I, I remember at times before he really started to get it going that we would have thoughts like this about Ray Sean Terry. Yep. Right. And it's, it, it's, it's, I can only comment about the guys I played with because you got to really be close to it, I think, to know. But I, I remember like playing pickup in the summer and even before I was on a team being like, this dude is better than everyone. Like, he's 6'9. Shoots it athletic, handles it like nothing. He can't do. Oh my God. And then, and then you get into practice and you get into games and you're like, what's, where is he, where is he tonight? Um, and Ray Sean eventually figured it out, you know, and it was an NBA draft pick, right. Never played in the NBA, but he was drafted in the NBA. So he, he got to a place where an NBA team thought he could be on their team. Um, and did some great things for us, particularly in 06, 07, and in the ACC tournament. Um, you know, what we're talking about is somebody that feels like they have all these physical gifts, but then just something is quite not there. And I I don't know, you know, maybe Nasir at times, because he looked a little lost, you know, but he he played so few games and you know, he was on such a good team with so many good players around him. Rayshon's my best one because I feel like guys that have had every ability, that didn't have off-the-court issues. PJ, you know, guys like that. I feel like Coach got the most or damn near the most out of them. And Leaky remains an enigma to me.
1: Yeah, it, it is something to, to watch. He is a junior, so he's got the rest of this year and another one. I feel like if he gets it if it clicks on both ends because you're right uh, coach Williams has got to be just livid on the defensive end with the stuff Um, but let's look at some other guys Uh, De'Ron Sharp four for 12 which is not good 16 rebounds I mean the one thing I like watching him play whether it's pretty or not is always with an edge and always with some passion just speak to what you see from him so far this year like well, just, just
0: the effort level, just an animal. I thought he got fouled a couple times on those missed shots, so I think he really, realistically, was more like a four for nine, which is still not great for an interior player, but it's better than you know thirty-three percent. Um, but his effort level, right, is just outstanding. And what I like, I'm seeing is, is now as he's getting more comfortable, the outreach to his teammates, clapping, trying to motivate, trying to bring enthusiasm. As a guy 10, 12 games in, that's pretty pretty unique to see. Um, Boy, he must be no fun to practice against, I can tell you that. You know, uh, you can just see him catching guys in the face with elbows and just if he practices like he plays, which I imagine he does, he's a lot to handle. He's just going to keep getting better and better. His free throw stroke looked better tonight. Um, You know, his crimes are crimes of effort when he makes mistakes, and um, I think he's just going to be fantastic. I just hope he doesn't leave. Mm,
1: I don't know about that. He's He looks like a guy that's playing his way up a draft chart. Uh, Kerwin Walton, is he, he's clearly the best shooter on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, is he one of the best players? Is he one of the top two or three best players on this team at this point? Offensively,
0: sure, right? I mean, he, he seems very confident, uh, very under control offensively doesn't take bad shots he he certainly could and and should and needs to shoot a couple more um than than he has he's, he's even a little passive as such a dynamic shooter he struggles defensively though he he really he does make mistakes he loses his man um and i would imagine that's what was holding him back before coach started playing him more because he needs the shooting so he needs to improve on that end but freshmen always struggle uh most of the time defensively but um he's shooting the ball confidently and even even just the fact that he made a few and leaky made a few it just oh it just it allows the offense to breathe just a little bit i mean our spacing is still a struggle and our field goal percentage is terrible but you got to make something from the first of all i gotta stop turning over and if you (laughs) stop turning over you got to at least be a threat from the perimeter because it's going to open things up for Dayron and it's going to give us the chance to get those offensive rebounds. I mean, I feel like a broken record. I feel like I say it every time we talk, but it is this simple. When we turn it over, that's just one more possession. We didn't get a shot and didn't have a chance in offensive rebound, which means you're literally taking out of Dayron's hands, his best attribute, which is, Oh, it's going up to the rim. I'm getting it. It's mine. He can't do that when we throw it to the other team. And that's what's most insane to me about some of our turnovers is th- they're not like, oh, I went to the rim and my shotgun blocks, or I, I, I was trying to make a play and, you know, I was a charge. We just throw it to the other team. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. So they just got, they got to clean it up.
1: Last segment, uh, negative. Uh, Davis, one for five, Love, one for nine. I mean – you mentioned non sustainable earlier. I mean, I just, he's mixing it up. He's putting Walton out there. He's played Playtech. Playtech got 21 minutes, hit the game winner. Um, how does this turn around with these freshman guards? Because the teams that are good this year don't have freshman guards. They may have one and then they're surrounded by guys, but these guys don't really have an upper class senior loaded team to lean on. And, Love makes a three, comes out of nowhere and makes a three. I, no Tar Heel fan watching that game didn't yell at their screen when he pulled that three at the end saying no. And then he swishes that. But then he comes down to the next possession, I think it was, and just fumbles it, it away.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't – what else do we do? That's the thing. It's like he's trying everything, right? He's He – we the first, what, six or seven games, they were playing a ton of minutes together. and it wasn't it wasn't working right so uh he's been playing them separately quite a bit he started one not the other and flipped it we don't have any other ball handler on the roster right there's the the commentary about hey put leaky at the point i don't like that because it pulls him off the offensive glass and tonight would have taken away one of our best shooters on the wing um so we have to roll with it. We have to just hope that it, that it somehow gets better for them. Uh, Caleb hit a monster three. I mean, that, that was a huge shot. We're down four, under two minutes. He rips a three right in front of our bench. And the next possession, he should have shot it again because they ran the ball screen. His man went under the screen, and then he tried to force it into paint. He should have just shot it again. Um, but there's such a crisis of confidence for him, for probably both of them. I see it more on Caleb, the hesitation. He's used to see catching the ball on the perimeter, just shooting it, just letting it fly. But he's he shot it so poorly that I see a lack of confidence with him. I don't see that as much with RJ um, in in how he's playing. Um, I don't know if he's hurt, RJ. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what because I thought, especially those first couple of games, I was really high on him. I still am. I think he's gonna be great. Um, but what do you? What's who does coach give the ball to? You know, I mean, he. We are. We are who we are. We have who we have that can handle the basketball. Kerwin can't handle the ball. Puff can't handle the ball. Plate can't handle the ball. Leaky can, in a in a brief stretch. But these are your these are your guys. These are your ball handlers. So, um, you just gotta hope that they continue to improve. That's it. But I think we have a we have a confidence problem on on the perimeter.
1: Yeah, maybe this game will help help Leaky with some of that. Last question on the defensive end, um, and this is something you have intimate knowledge with, how complex or not complex is Roy Williams' defensive scheme? Because a lot of people, and this is kind of going to with the message boards and things like that, and you mentioned earlier that lay it on coaches' feet. I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? it or is it for these guys to pick up on the defensive end? Because you're right. There's a couple things that I see with my untrained eye, the rotations, uh, the turning your head, losing your man, and all that. But I also see a lot of times, you know, I was always taught the rebound of basketball, when the shot's going up, you're looking for position to get a rebound. I don't see a lot of that at times with some of these guys. They're just watching the ball and not going to work mm-hmm. for position, whereas Tyler, who you mentioned earlier, would be bodying somebody when the ball's still in the air and all that. So – I mean, how difficult is it to learn on the defensive end under Roy Williams with his the way he does it?
0: So here's my perspective on, on the question. I think you separate it into two things. So people can take issue with our style of defense, which is meant to be a pressure man-to-man to try to create turnovers. So what does that mean? Pressure on the ball. We want to deny every pass that's one pass away. And – we want to be in help if you're two or more passes away, right? So if you're one pass away, deny, deny that. Do not let your man catch the ball. That's your job. If you're on the ball, pressure the ball. Make them feel uncomfortable. If you're two pass away, you're in help. If you're guarding the post, you're fronting the post. Try not to let the ball be entered. That's that's kind of the the core of our defense there. It's a pressure man to man, okay? People can take their issue with that we overhelp on penetration we help Too often when it's not needed, I agree with that. I think that uh, we could do a better job hugging shooters as the game has evolved. Okay? No argument for me there. But to your point, when you're standing in front of your man who has the ball and he just beats you off the drive, direct drive to break down your whole defense, or when a simple rotation – and by simple, I mean – If there's a ball screen away from you and they decide to trap it, two guys guarding one, that means we have three guys guarding four. So the three of us communicate on who's taking the ball and guarding the other two guys. And let's always protect the basket first. That's rudimentary stuff. And we're doing it wrong. Communicating on a ball screen. If we run into each other or any screen, we run into each other, Communicate, switch. Guys, we learned that in fifth grade. Boxing out, the point you brought up, ball goes up, what do you do? You put a body on somebody, then go find the ball. We turn and sometimes turn and just look. That's not coach's system, right? So there are are errors that we're making at times because of how we're coached, leading to open three-pointers. I get it. I understand. But the majority of the problems are of a simple nature which are have nothing to do with coach's system. Just flat out getting beat off the ball. Flat out, ball you man. When did you first hear that, Tommy? Ball you man.
1: When did you first hear that? <laughs> on eight foot goal. Okay.
0: So if you just completely lose sight of your man, that has nothing to do with coach Williams system, right? If you're a division one scholarship player and you can't communicate with your teammates in a three on four away from the ball trapping situation to figure out not giving up a dunk. That's not on coach Williams. So that's my long-winded answer to there are things that I understand people take issue with, with the system, but no, it is not rocket science. And the mistakes we're making are of an elementary nature a lot of the time. And that is what is so frustrating.
1: But it also leads that you would think it could be corrected or get a lot better Maybe as the season goes on, even though we are in January already. Um, it's there.
0: We show flashes. We, we do it for a possession or two in a row. We're really active. We communicate. We help each other. We box out. We get the rebound and we run. And then we just lose our men and give up an open three or a dunk. I mean, Vital, who can hardly see, admittedly, he says it. He just keeps saying, layup, 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 Miami, layup, layup. Like, is that a system thing? Not to me.
1: Yeah. It's a want to and desire and engagement and all that stuff. And I think what the f- most frustrating thing for the fan base watching is that it's not the young guys making the decision, making the the mistakes often. You, I, you can live with freshmen making mistakes to a certain point, but when it's happening from the upper class guys, it, 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 Messes everything up, but Carolina won tonight, sixty-seven, sixty-five over Miami. Any any final thoughts, Dewey? Uh, Clemson comes to town this weekend, and those those boys are good.
0: They are good. We need to play better. I'm happy for Andrew. I'm happy for Leaky that the ball went in the basket, and um, we just got to play better. We got to take better care of the basketball, and we we have an emerging force in the post, and it is a crime a basketball crime for us to turn the ball over and not get a shot and give him a chance to get the board or throw the ball into him. He's going to keep making mistakes. He's going to fumble it. He's going to turn it over. He's going to have a charge, but it's coming. That light bulb is on for De'Ron and it is a basketball crime. Every time we turn it over or don't throw it in there just to see what he's going to do because he's figuring it out. And, and that's God, just stop turning it over.
1: Yeah, and he he looks to make some solid passes when he's down there in the post as well. He's fun to watch. And 16 boards. I mean, you take that, run with it every night. Dewey Burt, I'm your host, Tommy Ashley. We're sponsored by Johnny T-Shirt, and I didn't mention it earlier. Rate us and review us and subscribe as well. Um, It's been the Inside Carolina Post Game Podcast. Dewey, appreciate it. It's always fun. Thanks, Tommy. Appreciate it, man.
0: Thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. Brought to you by JohnnyTshirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase.